Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. This is Frank. And I'm Dan. And this is Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, isn't that? That is nice. Um, which is actually the podcasty version of uh, ThankGodImAtheist.com, which is Dan's little bloggy. Little blog. Haven't done much with it lately. Thought we'd throw some voices up there. Yeah, that might be nice. Yeah. Post, post some stuff Doesn't up on Doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. We put a little bit of vocal action into it. Yeah. What's a nice little ditty we got going on, Dan? Where did this come from? Oh, this is from the Salt Lake's own Red Rock Hot Club, which is a fantastic gypsy jazz band. Oh. Local to our area. Hey, that's nice. And they're letting us use some of their music. Yeah. That's Thanks, awesome guys. Rich Daigle. Thanks, Rich Daigle. That's, is, that a, is that a real name? Yeah, that's, he's, the, he's the guitar player we were just listening <laughs> oh, to. Oh, okay. He's fantastic. Oh, wonderful. Um, well... We're doing a podcast, Dan. I know. Look at that. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Why are we doing it, Frank? Well, well, um, that's a really good question and one that we were asking each other earlier. Um, but I think that the the bug, the bug, because we talked about it for a long time. Um, but the I think seminal moment, the seminal if you will. moment, um, was uh, our little uh, moment on Utah FM a right. few months ago. Yeah, back in May. Back in May, uh, because we did uh, Rapture Watch on, you, on 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 that little radio station. Do y'all kids out there remember when Harold Camping predicted that we was all going to die, except for them good folks what got pulled up into heaven using God's Hoover? Yeah. Yeah. That's the <laughs> God's Hoover? <laughs> yeah, I figure I like God that. just turns on the vacuum and sucks up the ones that he likes, like moths. Yeah. But it's as good of an explanation as any. In my mind. But just the good ones. Only the good ones, yeah. If you get to <laughs> It's like a it's the reverse of what you want to do with a vacuum. Yeah. You want that's to suck true. up the bad things. Right. Yeah. So God's confused. God does not know how to use this vacuum cleaner. No. No. That's why he leaves it to Heavenly Mother. Oh, Heavenly Mother. <laughs> to do the to do the vacuuming in heaven. Yeah, she's nice. She is nice. Well, um should we, yeah so okay. fortunately we we were able to survive the uh camping's apocalypse intact By the skin of our teeth and unfo- and unfortunately all of his followers were not sucked into heaven right uh, yeah and then um of course as we all know those of us who follow the whole Harold camping thing um th- there was supposed to be another day it was like recently like it was like last it was a total non-event oh I mean, yeah in more, it was always a non-event, but like this was like a real non-event. Like nobody was even paying attention to the poor guy this time. Well, no, I think I think he's lost all but six of his followers at this point. He's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, only he's the ninety-year-old man who <laughs> cried. It's coming in my day. I promise you, it's coming. You're rap scallions. You'll get your comeuppance when I'm in heaven and you're still happily on earth. Yeah, doing what, where you want to be in the first place. Right. Oh, except that there would be earthquakes and stuff. Yeah, but that, I mean, that... Which there was one. Shit happens. Just, just the other day in San Francisco. That's I'm, true. I'm a whopping yeah. four on the Richter scale. No, have you, did you, have you heard from Dave? Yeah, Dave said, he, this is our friend Dave, who was in San Francisco, said he's, that... And he's from here, yeah. so not used to the earthquake thing. But he just said that he thought that the loading dock at the store was like a truck pulled up to it or something. Like, That's how impressive yeah. of an earthquake it was. Yeah. 
It was terrifying. Huh. Well, that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, um, there's been earthquakes. Yeah. And what else has been going on in the world, Dan? The gnashing of teeth and the tearing of hair. Really? Well, no. Oh, okay. Probably not. All I right. don't know. Some people gnash their teeth. Gnashing who's, who's, who's gnashing these days? You want to go into a gnash? Uh, yeah, I've got some stuff. Somebody's got their um, panties in a twist about something. Well, the first thing that really caught my eye today uh, in the news was, of course, uh, it's the Salt Lake Tribune um, reporting on uh, – well, the headline just says contraception for wildlife. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, uh, please. Yeah, uh, yeah apparently – um, this is the new course that the, uh, the, the Bureau of Land Management, um, is, is <laughs> here oh in Utah gosh. is, 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 is taking in order to curb the, 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 the out of control wild horse and burrow, uh, <laughs> population. The wild um, horse, and the so. horses say, nay, we won't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dan. I can't believe I just did that. Wow. That was. Edit that out. No, it's all staying in. That's the rule. Grr. No editing. <laughs> um, if you say something stupid, you're stuck with it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It was. It was a pun. It was just a pun. It was a. We yeah. can all survive a pun, people. We just need to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, and I'm like, I think of that, and I think about Utah, and I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted that they would even consider contraception. Utah Mormons aren't against contraception, are they? They're okay with it. Are they? I think there are some Mormons who aren't, and certainly there's a sense in, I mean, in the Mormon community that you should have as many kids as you can possibly have for whatever reason. But oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I actually, I have to say, I think there's something in the Bishop's Handbook against contraception. Huh. I mean, I don't know. You're the one sitting in front of. Well, we're both sitting in front of computers, but you're sitting in front of one that you know you could actually just do some googling. Um, but yeah, they, they're totally thinking about birth control for wildlife. Um, it seems to be, um, it, it, well, here, let me just, it wasn't because we want to start doing it in Utah now. It's because we wanted to control all things that are administered to wildlife. I don't even understand what that huh? means. And we wanted to be ready if we needed to do it at some point. Oh, okay. So they're saying that they're getting ready They're But how do they do it? You like know, is it is basically it, they they just go the they they just go up to the the female animal mm -hmm. and they say baby I'm just not ready for you to have any more children why don't you just take these pills <laughs> well that that could be one approach <laughs> come on baby but I, I, mean, I'm just I don't know confused. I, well and you got to think that if they're like drop like airlifting like tainted food that somehow they're these these animals are going to overdose or you're going to have male horses growing teats and stuff well i just question the whole thing because there seems to be so many people against wild horses in the west the sort of in the in the in the sort of the rancher community and in the you know that sort of world where they're just like they seem to be so adamant against wild horses and now they're introducing contraception i mean aren't don't these horses have the same reproductive rights yeah don't they well no in no i'm talking in sort of like a in kind of a god sort of way that like you know i mean there's little horses in heaven that want me to come down to earth yeah and that's true jesus <laughs> oh my sister-in-law 
like when she had her last kid there don't worry the blm's not forcing her to take contraception <laughs> but <laughs> frank had a look in his eye she was she she's had some difficulty with her kids like she has three kids now her first kid was a bit of a trick he's i mean he's clearly he's add and he's he's not an easy kid to raise and she had you know she had her third kid and we were asking her you know i mean is this it for you and she was in a moment when she was really having trouble with kids and she said well i just get the feeling that there's one more up there for me mm. and i went well i mean you know what well, what do you say to that but it's, you can't argue with it but it's, it's like feeling. It's, it's like what what about you just choosing whether you want another kid or not yeah how about just like i don't know going over your finances right i mean that's a good that's wait a, a great, minute that's a great way to decide whether you should have another kid yeah but no that takes the the love out of the equation and yeah. puts logic into it yeah which, which is, wouldn't want that <laughs> But um, anyways, this is a great paragraph. In Bountiful, with the approval of the city council and mayor, wildlife officials have reduced deer numbers by shooting more than a dozen in heavy, heavily populated areas. It's a controversial program. Some residents call the deer urban rats, <laughs> but others enjoy having wildlife in the neighborhood. While it may be nice to have big game animals in your yard, you can, it, they can get expensive when they break fences, eat gardens, and total vehicles in accidents, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then it says deer contraception seems like a good idea, but Clark says it would require the same effort as elimination. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of would. It would. But here's a question. Elimination, if they do if they eliminate the deer, do they eat them? They sh they shouldn't let it go to waste. Well, yeah, hopefully it's hunters. Deer I mean, is hope, food. Yeah. The vegetarian says I hope that the that they're at least eating them. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it says here that they can't put the contraception into the um, into the food. Supply. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because then other animals would eat it, and like it and might get into not. our water. And then and then we're taking it. And then we're not. And then yeah. and then I'm prevented from having a deer. What if you eat a deer that's had contraception? I think they just give it the, like a, I think it, I think I I think we're thinking of this wrong. I think Condoms? I think it's IUDs. I IEDs. I U what is the what is it no, called? It's not an improvised explosive device. No, it's not that. IEDs. It's IUD. Isn't that what it's called? I think so. The little the little plasticky thing. I, I think just they just put it up in the cervix. Yeah. Just ram that home. I don't know. It says <laughs> that they inject them with something. Oh oh it's injected. Yeah. Okay. But I, I do know. I do like the idea of just just condoms. Yeah. Honest honestly, that's the responsible thing to do. That's what they should be doing. Well, what else is going on in the world, Dan? I think we belabored that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On more national news, mm. um, I've got a a uh, article here from the Deseret News. This is the church owned. Is are they still church owned? The Deseret News. Yeah. Yes. Owned, indirectly. Owned yes. by the Mormon Church. Indirectly. It's owned by one of the profit arms of the church and the profit money profit. Right. Um, All the arms of the church are profit arms. <laughs> and, if you spell uh, it. The, the wrong way. Yeah. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, it's uh, Bonneville Communication. Right. Which owns Sort of the, the de facto mouthpiece of the church, yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, and so they've got an article that's about praying for President Obama. 
and it's a you know the the subheading of the article says prayer and politics piety or pandering which can i just say that's some lovely alliteration thanks deseret news um but yeah i mean they're talking about you know a group uh the christian nonprofit presidential prayer team that's a lot of peas shouldn't shouldn't the presidential prayer team have like a it just sounds like the super friends or something (laughs) presidential prayer team I'm, glad, I'm actually really glad that you have that microphone because I'd be popping my peas. <laughs> I'd be popping my peas presidential with this microphone. Prayer and politics. <laughs> so, they're cel- this, the presidential prayer team is celebrating their 10th year of, quote, encouraging, inspiring, and practicing prayer on behalf of our president, nation's leaders, and our troops. Hmm. Which doesn't surprise me remotely that this was begun during Little Bushy's. Oh, yeah rain right but it does it does kind of surprise me that it's continued well it well it seems like (laughs) if there was a president who needed the power of prayer (laughs) that needed a nation praying for him right but i just i mean doesn't it make you wonder what their prayers sound like please bless this president obama that he will stop his evil ways that he will learn that he needs to get his government out of my pockets and that he will stop being Black. Black. <laughs> Name of anyway. Well, yeah, you would I was gonna that. I was gonna do it and then I wussed yeah. out. Are we gonna offend people on this? Is that I think yeah. I think we shouldn't worry about it, right? I don't yeah, I think if they're listening they need to know. Okay, so what I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, is in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Oh. That is offensive, Dan. Yeah, good. Okay, so now that now that we've gotten that out of the way, mm-hmm. yeah. The, there's there's parody in the, on our show on our podcast, <laughs> As, and that's what that was. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, that was a, a parody of of prayer. Yeah, oh, it was of yeah. a prayer. Yeah, not parity, as in no. e- equality and no. even handedness. No, dear God, which no. there won't be no. much of none. But yeah, I do I do wonder about. I, I was, it does make me think about the uh, the scene in Fiddler on the Roof when they ask the rabbi if there's oh, a, yeah. a prayer for the czar. Is there a prayer for the czar? Because he's saying there's a prayer for everything. Yeah, and he part, says, yeah. uh, yes, there's a prayer for the czar. Lord, bless and keep the czar far away from us. I think in the movie he actually <laughs> did it with that like sort of. Like he, uh, he had a twinkle in his eye, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. he did. He did he, it, but he, knew but he it was also, making a little joke. Yeah, but it also sat. He, I think, he delivered it with that nice, sort of Yiddish comedy tour. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, like like ending. Baratay, skabaradoo. He had that sort of <laughs> punchline. Yeah, yeah. Borscht belt punchline. Yeah, thing going on. Uh, I, I remember it that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was that way, but I, I'll remember it that way with you, Dan. Okay, good. Yeah. What do you got? Um, I've got, um, well, first of all, because it is the Desert News, uh, this is the, the headline. And this is not, this. I did not find this in the part of the Desert News that is like really intended for Mormons. It was not the church news section, or I don't even know if they call it that anymore. By the way, I'm going to interject here and just make mm-hmm. make it clear to our non-Utah listeners oh. that the Deseret News, it's not the desert news, even mm-hmm. though Utah is a desert, and that right. would make sense. Deseret is a lovely Mormon word, meaning... It has, it has to do with beehives. 
<laughs> something to no it does it's like it's, it's, it's great and... it means it means zion without quite co-opting that no right, well it? yeah i mean it has that it has that going for it but it has to do with all the accoutrement uh if you will uh of of beekeeping really yeah yeah the the deseret is everything needed to keep bees and so since it was also Utah's, the original state it was going to be the state name of our fair state did you that, know that i did know that and that's and that didn't work out. That didn't work out. They, no. the Congress, didn't like that idea. No, they didn't. Very wisely. It's a yeah. dumb word. Yeah. With Book of Mormon roots. Uh, but anyways, um, but because it is the Desert News, which I think we already mentioned is indirectly owned by the LDS Church, um, they the headline actually says a testimony and a Mormon temple built on building blocks. What kind of building blocks would that be? They were Legos. <laughs> um, the, the, it, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, it has to do That's with good. a primary president, which is the uh, youth, uh, children's, not even youth, youth's uh, or children's organization. Right. Uh, it's like Sunday school. Um, <laughs> so church is trying to ruin Legos for the kids as well? Well, yeah, it's a primary president who had asked someone in her ward to build a uh, a temple out of legos for sharing time oh that's sweet which is yeah and uh and so it says that she was expecting a structure that would fit inside of a shoe box sure probably as you would right, right? Uh, what she got was a four foot by four foot bountiful utah temple that takes several men to lift according to the desert news um <laughs> And it require or it includes more than thirteen thousand Lego blocks. Of course. And it's a model built with skill and testimony. Oh. And this is in the Desert News. Like wow. I said, it's not as far as I could tell, it was not in the section that is actually like unabashedly Mormon. Right. Um, there's, there is there's a weekly, just church news. Yeah, the church section. Yeah. Called like, Church News, I think, isn't it? I, well, that's the publication. I I think it's like called especially for LDS or something stupid like that. Right. Um, but anyway, anyway the, word, the the word Deseret does mean honeybee. It just the, means honeybee in the Book of Mormon. Oh, I thought it had more to do with more than that. Yeah. Well. Okay. The Deseret seal has a honey. A, Mormons like bees. They like bees. It's a symbol of industry. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody buzzing around the hive, doing their yeah. part, taking as many wives as they can. They do like that a lot. Um, uh, and according Although bees only have one wife. It's one wife and a billion husbands. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I don't, I don't know if they were going that far. No. With the whole. They, they weren't carrying the metaphor quite as far as I'm taking yeah. it. Yeah. That's fine. But anyways, um, it's a, uh, it, it's, it's absolutely, uh, it's it's a remarkable article, and you should check it out. The pictures, which sadly, because this is a podcast, although we could sync up some pictures. I guess we could link to it. No, we can sync up some photos. Oh, really? Yeah. Podcast technology, Dan. Holy cow. Um, so, um, yeah, if you're looking at the pictures right now, it means that we figured out how to do that. <laughs> Wouldn't um, that be neat? Yeah. We should do that. We need to do that. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, you'll notice that it, it's, well, first of all, it's huge. So... Anyways, yeah, that's one of mine. Yeah, I'm not even sure. What? That's news. Is that news? It's in the desert news. 
I just don't. I mean, they, a guy spent too much on Legos. It's news. Dan. Okay. Okay. It's, it's news. No, I get. I mean, there's Lego. Maybe he can get it into like Legoland in the religious section. Do they, they have a religious section? He can they start should. one. They should. They should have some mosques. Yeah. And yeah. Get some some minarets in there. Yeah. Little, have little Lego people in burkas. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that great? That I saw be. two ladies in my uh, in my neighborhood walking down the street, and I was like, "Oh, they're in their Halloween costumes." And then I was like, "Oh, oh shit, they're just Muslims." Dan, <laughs> what they <laughs> a, a floor to ceiling, by which I mean head to toe, like black gown thing. It looked like a witch costume, and then I was like, "Oh no, that's just her suffering her for her religion. religious attire." Now, Dan, yeah. I'm not gonna like. I don't know what to think about hijabs and whatnot because women, Western women who convert to Islam talk about sort of this relief of no longer having to put up this, this show, this, this totally superficial and show that's about beauty and what's on the outside instead of what's on the inside. And when I, when I hear a phrase like that, I've heard it phrased from like people who grew up Muslim who didn't even convert. Right. I, I kind of like we should all wear burkas. Okay, here's my here's my thinking on this. A, I think it is an interesting concept to to note how objectified how how women become objectified in modern American culture, mm-hmm. and how sexualized their look has become. And maybe that's a problem, and maybe it isn't. But I think the whole question is. A, should we be regulating it? B, why can't women who feel this way just start wearing more clothes without a the religious... The burqa? Sure. That's, I, I kind of butchered the pronunciation of that. But... Pronunciation? Yeah. But, I mean, the, the whole point is, like, if you feel that way, that's awesome. Just fucking start wearing the clothes and don't worry about the religion. You don't need a religion to guide you in that way. No, that's true. That's true. So yeah, so I'm just saying, don't diss the burqa. No, I diss well, the burqa. Well, I diss the burqa, the hijab, well, just e- the simple headscarf. Even that, when it's mandated, is a problem. But see, that's what's interesting. Is you know, I have a a little Muslim student. Sure. And I shouldn't refer to her as a little Muslim student. That's well, all your students are little. They are little, anyways. Um, her parents, and this I'm sure is largely due to the fact that she's in a Western country but she doesn't want to wear one right and her parents don't make her okay great you know and yet she still practices and she still you know engages with her culture in all the other ways that she can sure but she has chosen not to put on on a on a hijab yeah but she's in salt lake city she is a muslim in salt lake city no i know that's that's what i'm saying if she were a muslim in you know a muslim state oh yeah she would be mandated. beaten by her fr- by no, her family true. for that's this. True. Like this is the problem. No, and, and, and I'm, the, I'm... the closer you get to mandating something, mm-hmm. the closer someone gets to being beaten for going against it. Yeah, that's true. I just have a problem with that. I don't. I think that people should all wear burqas, just like I, I said. I think that nations should make people wear the national hat. Everyone. Everyone has to if wear it. If everyone has to wear it, then you're, it's fair. If you're from here, you yeah. must wear the national hat. It's like France. They're right. saying nobody wears a, a hijab in public. Right. Well, 
everyone wear a stupid hat. Everyone has to wear this hat. Every a specific hat. Right. Yeah. And it, and it's like a ten year or an eight year term for each hat, and then there's an election for the new hat, and then there's a there's a. Uh, <laughs> And then, like some absolutely absurd some some rogue country will like come out and they'll be like, so "We're doing we're doing shoes, screw the hat. We don't do the hat. We do shoes." Those decadent <laughs> Americans with their with their hat. They waltz in defiantly into the UN with shoes, with orange shoe with green stripe. Yes, that's I what know, we I do. I love the idea of campaigning for a hat <laughs> for a hat campaigning. Right? Yeah. Is it the manufacturer of the hat? It's the designer of the it's hat. It's the designer of the hat oh, who yeah. campaigns on behalf of their hat. Right. Mondo from Project Runway season whatever has a very plausible hat des- American hat design. What is it? I'm just I'm, oh, you're I'm theorizing saying, You're here. theorizing. I I'm, thought he had a hat no, no, no. that was the obvious I'm, choice. I'm saying he's running his hat for, for national hat. I love it. Is he ready for a national campaign, though? I don't think so. Mondo? And here's the real problem, is that he's using some of his Mexican influence, and I think that's going to hurt him. Yeah. We're, you he's know, tying illegal it back. aliens mm. should not be pushing their hats no. on the rest of us. Well, they shouldn't even be allowed to have our hat. No. <laughs> they're in from, they're illegal. They need to wear the Mexican hat. They can wear a knockoff. No. No. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> And if, if, you, we catch, if, if, we, if we catch them wearing our hat, we will force them to put on their hat. They need a Mexican hat. <laughs> well, they have a Mexican hat. I'm pretty sure there's already a na- national Mexican hat, Dan. Yeah. No, there is. They don't like it in Mexico City. No. The cosmopolitan areas in no, Mexico nobody, do not like Nobody the likes hat, that they hat. already have a Mexican hat. Where, there's, a, there's a city somewhere called Mexican hat. Where's that? Is that in Canada? Mexican hat? Uh-huh. There's oh. a place called Mexican. I think it's called Medicine Hat. Well, there's that too. <laughs> there's Mexican hat? There's, there's a town. Mexican hat, Utah. It's called Sombrero. Mexican hat, Utah. It exists. I just looked it up. It, they should change their town to Sombrero. <laughs> sombrero, Utah. Oh, look. It's, it, it be, was originally it's, called sombrero it's named after a rock that looks a little bit like a sombrero i oh god <laughs> i wish it had been called sombrero i i just think that everyone in that town should, should be mandated wear. to wear the hat that is a place that has to wear hats everyone has to wear the hat yeah i would say probably like on um oh i don't know homecomings <laughs> it's probably near mandatory <laughs> i doubt it mexican hat high yeah population 20 people probably uh, the population of Mexican Hat, Utah, I've never is heard of this place. Where is it? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, and mm-hmm. it's what county? Uh, G- San Juan County, Utah. San Juan. Oh, oh down, way down there, down on the in the four bottom corners. bottom right hand corner of the state. Oh, yeah, yeah, four, four corners. Yeah, I'm just a little in. Okay, all right. So we'll what? have to go there next time. We go to Lake Powell or something. Okay, hooray, deal. Okay, you ever been to Lake Powell? I never have. Okay. So what, what what do you got? You got a Was thing? it my turn? Oh no, I don't know. Is it my turn? I can go. I've got a good one. Oh yeah, do it. Um, this. Um, but wait, do we want to close on that one, or do we want? Let's let's close on that one. Oh okay, we'll close on this one. Okay, so, so what you've got? I, it's a another d- deserted news. I'm sorry, desert news. Uh, <laughs> uh, thing. Romney versus Obama. Who do Black Mormons support? 
Oh, that is so desert news. Yeah. Okay. But the question, see, now what makes this juicy for us may not ring through to people who don't know Mormonism as well as we do. Well, explain why it's juicy. Because <laughs> because there shouldn't be any black Mormons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's that that point. It's just, I mean, because there, because Mormonism has a long history of horrible racism, including yeah. including... Well, not at the beginning. Actually, at the very beginning, I should correct this. At the very well, beginning, Joseph Smith baptized his slaves, right? He baptized. I, <laughs> I just made that up. That's okay. yeah, that was That's not true. Made up. But Joseph Smith did give the priesthood to a couple of black men. That's true. I heard that. And then that did not fly under Brigham Young's regime. No, because he was a Canadian, a racist Canadian, wasn't he? Brigham Young. He wasn't Canadian. He was born in Canada. What? I read a biography on Brigham Young when I was in the third grade. <laughs> and I'm almost positive. No, maybe he was from Ohio. Yeah, I don't think he's Canadian, but I'm going to look it Did up. Did he right live here. in Canada at one point? Did he serve a mission in the early days of the church in Canada? They all served a mission. I think we have in Canada. Canada to blame for Brigham Young. <laughs> don't you dare. I'm pretty sure, Dan. That is blasphemy. I'm pretty sure. I know that there was, there was someone. Where was he born? In Whittingham, Vermont. In Vermont. Yeah, we have we have them to blame. Uh, did he ever live in Canada? Do he a... traveled to Upper Canada as a missionary. Oh, that's what it was. So I that... was in the third grade when I read it, so <laughs> that I'll blame. Anyway, the Vermontian, Miss Mister Young, mm. uh, not only didn't I think he took away the priesthood from one black man who came out to Salt Lake City really? with him. I think so. I'm don't quote me on that. But do quote me on this. He made the Utah territory a slave territory. He so, did. Yeah. I don't know that there were many slaves, but he made officially this was a slave territory. And then uh no black it was a it was strictly forbidden for black men to get the priesthood mm-hmm. till like way past when it should have been till the 1970s late 70s it was like 75 or something like that i want to say 78 oh no I've you're right you're right facts, you're right i want to say 78 you i think yeah it, it was it was after it was in my lifetime that mm-hmm. that happened yeah so yeah they were really late to the game on that so the fact is that it's kind of it's almost self-loathing for a black person to even be in the Church of Boy, Jesus that's Christ. Touchy. That's touchy, Dan. I feel that way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the the whole article. <laughs> I honestly, I don't. We don't even need to bring up the article because the the main line out of the Romney versus Obama, who do Black Mormons support? The the big the big line is the consensus among Black Mormons is that there is no consensus. <sighs> Thank you, Deseret News. That's a total. That's a non-story. Yeah. It shouldn't be in there. They did a great non-story there. It's not Kane. <laughs> it's Between just... Romney and Obama, they didn't pick Kane. Over Abel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a joke there, people. Yeah. These are the jokes. <laughs> you right. don't have anything else over there? No, I'm done. You're done? Yeah. Well, mine is international news, and I feel that it's just worth bringing up. It's no longer, it's not news of, Hang on, let me, let me just do this. International news with Frank Feldman. Libya will be moderately Muslim with legalized polygamy, leader says. <laughs> now, I found this in the Salt Lake Tribune, but it's an Associated Press article. Can I, um, can I be moderately Muslim? 
I thought you weren't allowed to be moderately Muslim. But like, I guess as a state. As a state. they. How do you pull that off? How do you be moderately Muslim as a state? Like, they'll kind of... Is it just the polygamy thing? Is that all the deal? Is I don't the know, whole deal? but I think the polygamy thing is, is, is wild. Well, you know what, though? My take on polygamy... And I, mm -hmm. and what's interesting is that I break with most Utahns and most Mormons on this point. Mm -hmm. I think it should be legal. I don't, I don't personally feel like anybody should practice it. <laughs> really? Well, I don't know that they shouldn't. I don't, but I mean, it, it takes a pretty special grouping of people to pull it off. Yeah. But you I hear stories. Yeah, you absolutely. Hear tales absolutely. Of, you know, I met a woman who was married to, who was, uh, in a polygamist uh, family, yeah, she she was a, a wife of a man who had other wives, and she was delighted by it, and she wrote a book about how happy she was, and I say more power to you, lady, that should be legal, because this is just I don't see why this why a contract between t you know two or three people, I mean all it is is a legal contract saying we we want to share all of our stuff, yeah. Yeah, and, and we commit to sort of taking care well, of each other. And I mean, there's the whole argument of if it's in the light of day, it's easier to like root out the bad. Absolutely. Polymists. I mean, it would still be illegal to marry a 14 year old. Right. Of course. Although I think that might be legal in Utah. 14. Yeah, like with parents with parental consent, I think it might be legal at 14. Are you sure? I I don't think that's the case. I think it's 16. I think that's why. All right. Uh, I don't know. Checking. I, I think you might be right. Um, if it was 14, they changed it. According to the Wikipedia, mm -hmm. which is the source of all truth in the universe. This is, yeah. Uh, 18, 16 with parental consent, 15 with court approval. Wow. Well, the courts probably don't give a lot of permission to polygamists. I, well, I hope they well, don't. Well, they're also I not hope, marriages, so it's. I hope they don't give a lot of, like, Approval to any 14-year-old. 15. Oh, 15-year-old. Sorry, I was just looking at New Hampshire, who oh. 18 is their marriageable age, but 14 for males and 13 for females in cases of special cause with parental consent and court permission. Special cause. I don't know. Shame on you, that's New Hampshire. Weird. Shame on you. That's old-timey. <laughs> yeah, there that's is, they're an old state. That is that is from around they just the haven't beginning. bothered to change it since home on the prairie mm -mm, yeah. days. Not that they're prairie. They aren't. No. No. They're not meaning to imply that. I've never been, but I'm I've never I've never imagined it to be prairie like. <laughs> In fact the exact opposite. Um yeah, so anyways, I just you know, the whole polygamy thing. I, I just think that that's so interesting that that's I mean, I wonder if that's the headline just in... I, I need to look more into this story. Um, but did the Tribune just pick up on that part of the story and put it in their headline? Yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. They're like, hey, this would be of interest to Utahns. Yeah. It's got the word polygamy right in the title. Yeah. And moderately Muslim. Moderately. I want to be m moderately... I want to moderately be a member of other religions. I'm moderately Jewish in that I like challah I, I, <laughs> and latkes. I don't... Do you know what moderately means? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd still have to be Jewish. 
Not that there's anything wrong with that, but <laughs> like, you know, if you're moderately anything, you're stuff to be that thing. I don't know. I can be moderately displeased and it's just sort of mildly so. It's not all the way that thing. I'm going to, you don't know. I'm moderately Jewish and you just can't accept it. Why are you so anti, moderately anti-Semitic? Why am I uh, anti-moderate Semitism? Yeah. Wait, that doesn't make sense Ant- either. anti yeah. None of it makes Anyhow. sense. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> I'm assuming you have something else. No, I don't. Well, oh. I mean, oh, we, oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? What's that? Uh, there's this movie. Com- oh, uh, we're now switching gears. Oh. This was going to be abrupt. Okay, so I'm gonna, that was a good segue, Dan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Telling se- us that's a, that it is a segue. Right. I'm, uh, I'm, because I was like slamming on the brakes and turning hard left. So Yeah. Okay, that's good. Anyway. We have to work on that in the future, <laughs> our segues. But anyways. Um, I, was, I, I was looking at a thing. There was a dust-up on one of my friend's Facebook feeds about mm-hmm. uh, the film Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything about the film Anonymous? I've I've heard of a couple things. I really haven't. It was recently. The it. last thing I read about it was that it was pulled from wide release. It's now only going to limited release. Why? Oh, apparently. People, Too controversial? No, I don't think people are that interested in the controversy. Okay. But it's a but. The reason I wanted to bring it up. Okay, so it's about this notion that's been running around since like the mid 20th century mm-hmm. that Which this guy time ago. yeah ancient that this guy named William Shakespeare did not write any of the plays that are attributed to him mm-hmm. and they were instead written by Edward de Vere the 16th earl of oxford i've never even heard of this guy or 14th de vere edward de vere yeah did he have a wife that made a clothes out of jack coats out of dalmatians <laughs> Is that, That's that Deville. Deville. Oh, Cruella Deville. Yeah. Wasn't sure where you were going with that. Yeah, I didn't like, really. Coats made out. Mm, okay. <laughs> he may have had a coatier wife. I don't know. Oh, okay, but not. But probably not because he was aristocracy, whereas this Will Shakespeare guy wasn't. And so the theory goes mm-hmm. that because Will Shakespeare wasn't overly formally educated, even though he did go to school. Right. And because he wasn't of noble birth, okay. It was more culturally acceptable for him to have written the because because no nobility theater was considered oh, it was it was low. It was very low. Yeah. To the point of like it had only recently been they had only recently stopped prosecuting actors for heresy. Right. Something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was considered evil for mm-hmm. most of for a lot of history. So, the theory is that this uneducated Will Shakespeare character could never have written these amazing, beautiful plays. Mm. And so, obviously, it had to be somebody else. But who? And then they started to look into all of these different educated people, the blue bloods. The, so they're the, really looking for They're really trying to make this work. Oh, they're work. digging in. And so okay. theories start popping up. So one person, not one person, some people posted the theory or forwarded the theory that it was actually Queen Elizabeth herself. Those writing these plays. Wow. Which makes the problem of the plays that were written after her death a little bit tricky, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They were... So, Devere, the Devereans, mm-hmm. as they're fondly known, mm. um, be- found this guy, Edward Devere, who mm. was very well educated, who was a good writer um, in letters, etc., mm. is my understanding. Okay. Maybe I made that one up, but m- not most of this. 
Um, oh, good. But he was, <clears throat> I mean, it was things like he visited Denmark and then, you know, f- six months later, Hamlet came out and he, he right. actually went to Italy and suddenly all, you know, two gentlemen of Verona came out and all. So, like, there's all of these okay. really interesting coincidences uh, that started lining up and every, and suddenly people were like, well, hey, maybe that makes sense. Okay. And then it became like, how many more things, how many more lines can we draw? And it you mm-hmm. know, you know, became a big deal. So this movie, Anonymous, is about Edward de Vere actually being the one who writes Shakespeare. Oh. And there's a big kerfuffle about it. And I read an interesting article that basically just said, you know what? Basically, all they're doing is making every English teacher giving them a hard time because now they're going to have all these snot-nosed kids coming up and talking about Devere like they know what they're talking about and blah, blah, blah. Right. But here, but the reason that I brought that up for our purposes... Sure. Because I haven't even seen the film. I intend to. But <clears throat> but the reason I brought it... pre-review? Yes, it's a, a, pre-view. a preview. Okay. Yeah, is that um, the whole Deverian thing is super interesting. Okay. And, like, compelling. The evidence or the 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 it facts that they like line a up. Conspiracy theory, though. Well, it like is it. a conspiracy theory, but it's really interesting, and okay. they find a they draw a lot of lines. Really, really cool. Okay. However, none of it, if viewed through the lens of lens of logic, mm. amounts to actual evidence. Right. Right. And I think that that's that's one of the problems that we deal with in our society is this willingness to go to a place and really live there go to a belief system and Mm -hmm. really inhabit it yeah without evidence why are they so like why are they so dead set on this i don't i just don't understand why it matters well i I mean mean, i don't want to be that person who's like oh why does it matter but like why does it why does it matter well because it totally changes the words of the place oh no, no, it doesn't matter. No. I mean, the long and the short of it, the truth of the matter is that it doesn't matter at all, except that a bunch of people in Stratford-upon-Avon would lose their livelihood if suddenly... Oh, are these all people who live <clears throat> on, who live in Devere Town or whatever? <laughs> in Oxford. In Oxford? Well, he was the Earl of Oxford. I don't know if that's where oh, he was from. Oh, okay, okay. I, huh. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, you know, I, I doubt that there's any Devere industry right now. What do these people look like? I'm just curious. Like, do oh. they look like reigning lunatics? No, no, I no, mean... no, no. There are there are really serious scholars. Raving. Yeah, raving. Raving be. is the correct. Yeah, yeah. But no, <laughs> there are, there are very serious scholars who are working on this. There are some very smart people. I've got one friend on Facebook. I've got a couple friends on Facebook mm-hmm. who are just completely adamant about Devere. It is mm. definitely Devere, and. You know, these are great, interesting arguments, but none of them are evidence. Do these people like Pepsi or Coke? Like, I'm really <laughs> just like, like. <sighs> no, it's it's who made the Pepsi or the Coke. Yeah, it's. To, I mean, honestly, if it if it changes your view of the plays, then you're then you're that much stupider. And to me, it seems centered around a snobbery, really. Mm, that they're somehow smarter than. No, that that somehow someone who wasn't educated can't oh, that write part something. Of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's just like a there's just like this Well, I mean, I have to say I don't know a lot about Shakespeare's life. Um, but you mentioned that he was 
He was educated. Some, just not a lot. He was, edu- I mean, he lived in the sticks out on Stratford upon Avon is a tiny little town. Right. And, uh, and he was the son of a glover. Okay. And, uh, and eventually he, they managed to, to gain a, a family crest. They gained nobility. Oh. And, and Shakespeare died a wealthy man. Very, very rich man. Hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, they're, they're weird questions and stuff i there there's not a lot of documentation to help uh one way or the other but it's just a it's kind of a stupid thing to go to as is most conspiracy theory i mean if you see if you see evidence to believe something Mm -hmm. great you've got a hypothesis Mm -hmm. work off of that and see if you can build it into a theory and then Mm -hmm. perhaps prove it great but if you don't even have Enough to make it a true hypothesis. If all you've got is an awesome possibility, mm-hmm. well, we could do that all day. Yeah. Lincoln wasn't Lincoln. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Wasn't he was, it? Yeah. He wasn't. He was. He was from Montana and not Indiana or wherever he was from. Illinois. Yeah, that yeah. one. The the Lincoln state. Indiana, the Lincoln state, you know, <laughs> he was born under a log in Indianapolis. I think I'm pretty sure <laughs> I heard something about also, a log the, and you, you, well, you're working on the theory that if you just say it enough, it makes it true. It works so well. Yeah. I could, if I say it enough and if I get en- enough other people to say the same thing. So you're, it, he was what he, Lincoln was too what in order to be from Illinois too tall. He was too tall. Oh, have you ever seen Illinoisans? Yeah, they're tiny. Ah, I bet they didn't have access to Richard Daly. Have you seen that guy? He was like he's like a midget. I don't know Indianans. I've never seen Richard Daly. I have nothing. Nothing. I have no knowledge. But I just made that up. Yeah, but it's a. It's a. It's making my point, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I believed it. You shouldn't have told me that. Oh, I know what he looks like. I mean, come on, Rahm Emanuel. That guy. He's. Um, he's he's tiny he's like four foot six he's tiny seriously he's little yeah he's a little guy he's just running around you could kick him he's tiny yeah punt him like a football this is all i'm saying yeah we'll keep saying it Dan. so so you, yeah you now have clearly lincoln you now have a microphone lincoln is and not I suggest that you you l- just tell blatant lies with it you heard it here first folks that's lincoln what I, that's is what I not want you to do from illinois microphone. lincoln is not from illinois and he didn't chop down that cher- cherry tree either. Hmm. He didn't? No. No, I'm almost positive he did. <laughs> Link- okay, I'll give you that one. Lincoln chopped down the cherry tree. Lincoln chopped down the cherry tree and made a cabin out of it. Right. Which he lived in outside of Indianapolis. And you remember... Just the- outside of Indianapolis. And you remember the story about how he uh, walked like 10 miles or something to deliver that lady's change to her? When oh, he was working at the store. That's a good one. Also, um, <laughs> that, he that appeared totally... to Peter on the Via Appia outside of Rome at one point. But that's He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. That's their TV, right? What? The Via Appia, that's a TV. That's a TV, yeah. It's like the, the, it was, that's, that was their flat screen. The Appian way. <laughs> the Roman flat screen is what yes. I like to call the Via Appia. It was, it was straight. Yeah. It was... I mean... It was, yeah. Because it's a flat it's screen. crazy, yeah. Where people appear to you. On the Via Appia. <clears throat> Outside of Rome. 
But anyways, I don't know why I went there. But <laughs> all right. Well, do we have anything else, Dan? Or should we bid our 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 listeners, our listener, a, f- uh, a fondue, a fond, a fond <laughs> farewell, <laughs> a fondue. I bid you all a fondue. I like that. I like fondue. It's good. Well, oh, oh, you you know how I wanted to end at least one of our episodes. What's that? It might turn into a, a regular thing. You never know. What's that? <clears throat> I wish we had music for this. Well, we'll add music. Okay, we'll add some music in. Here it comes. Again we leave you from within the shadows of the everlasting hills. May peace be with you this day and always. That might be copyrighted. <laughs>